When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, that's a Chucky feature. Come on, that's a mad. Give me that them features there. Who's ghost are you in, bro? Come on, Kyle. Huh? You got to come. The ghost was lit, fam. Come on, Chucky, man. What, you're not rolling with the S. What? No, I'm rolling with my brother, Junior. Oh, R.I.P. Okay. Nana, come on. They oh, yeah? The, they had the ghost from early, before most people. Serious? Yeah, man. But I just didn't really... stars in the roof and that. Yeah, man. Let's just live a little, man. (laughs) I know some people are like, it's not your ghost. I'm like, so what? Because you probably live in that house that's not your house. I'm sure you take pictures of it. People say that? Yeah. What's wrong with people? Man, I get it, man. Shit's hard for people. Fam, that's your... It it might not be yours, bitch, your brethren's. But I don't mind if you say it because you're telling the truth. But then after that, once I say, yeah, it's not, where do we go? Yeah, it's true. Now what? Yeah. I'm still in it. <laughs> You're still at home. <laughs> and it's not your house. It's the your truth, mum's. The truth, still, the truth still remains the same. Come on, man. We're just here living. Living. Shout out Greatness Dex. Honourable shout out to um, Alhan on his birthday as well. Even though this will be coming out um, after his birthday. Um, yes, man. It, it takes me back to the time when I first met... When I first met Alhan, you brought him here. No you way. Yeah. That was the first time I met Alhan, you know. Do you remember the, the time when he came and sat on the pod when we was in the other studio? That's the first time you met That's him? That's the first time I met him. You know what's so crazy, yeah? First time I met Alham was in... Radio, radio. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> on the staircase, and he just started shouting at me. I thought this guy was amazing. Honestly, my goal was to introduce him to everyone. I yeah. knew he was going to go far. Yeah, so yeah. I remember I was bringing him to you... I remember one time I brought Yinka and Max to meet him. They were like, I don't know about this guy. Yeah. I'm like, trust me, you'll grow to love him. So much people are like, Paul, I don't know about this guy. You should have seen this time I brought him to an event and, well, no, me and him had to go do an event and Ambush was going to beat him up. Oh, what? Serious? Yeah. Ambush turned around on a mad thing. And I'll tell you one thing about Alhan. That boy's got fucking heart. 
Yeah, he's on whatever. It's like it's not it's, that he's on a swinging thing. Yeah, he's like, just like, what's going on? Like, like, he's, he's, calm, he's not like, backing down. Yeah, 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 he's got his own way of letting you know he's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what a hero, man. He saw. Oh, what was? Remember when he was in? Um, I don't know what country he was in. Whether it was in Italy, France, or whatever, and they were stringing him up. They were stringing him up. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. That's mm. it. Yeah, yeah. Was you there? Nah. Oh, if okay. I was there, come on, fam. I would have been filming it and laughing. Yo, someone was filming it. Like, but they were trying to make it dramatic. Scrap yeah. all that. Our hand is getting punched up by bouncers. By bouncers. The by security. guys at the airport. Yeah, security. And that. that is lit. And yeah. he lives to, live to t- lives to tell the tale. Like, he doesn't care. Yeah. That's a joke thing to him. Most things have been, at a certain point, a joke thing to him. Until I feel like, you know, he's starting to really understand business and whatnot. And he's getting his businessman on. Do you know what I mean? Rob, he's really getting his business Man's on. got his own office and these type of things. He's cut his hair now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what, his hair's not touching the back of his neck? Mm-mm-mm. Not like me. Only one man. Only one man! <laughs> Don't finish the title of that song, Big Well. I've got nothing to do with that tune. I'm out here. Nothing to do with that tune. <laughs> well, I wonder. Well, hey, Daya, man. Can't complain, you know. Flipping. Two arms, two legs. That's your thing. Yeah, that's me, man. I'm not gonna lie, I went to bed hella late last night as well. Woke up mad early. Oh, you was out last night? Mm-hmm. Where was you? Greatness Dexter's birthday. My brother. I love him. I love him. It was mad out there. Yeah, I like him as well. I never met him properly though. Haven't you? Nah, just a shake, you know, like a spud vibe. Boom. And keep it moving. Again, yeah, like a quick acknowledgement kind of vibe. You need to kind of go to one of them events, which is kind of... Was it a suits thing? No, it was in the standard. Standard. So it's like you have to dress. It's almost like casual, but smart, but not casual smart. Right. It's almost like smart casual, not casual smart. Smart <laughs> has to come first. Right. And if it's casual smart, then you might dress down too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah if you yeah. do smart casual, you dress up with a hint of dressing down. Yes. You know where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, everyone yeah. looked sprucey yesterday. The vibe was strong. What time did it done? It must have done about... Four, you know, man was smoking weed in there. Oh, shit. Could I really involve that part? This is the pod. You can do whatever you want to do, bro. Good point. Yeah, man was smoking weed in there. Not me, but everyone else. Those dr- people were drunk off their head. There was hella gal. Oh, Greatness was shit. doing his thing. Skeppy's in there. C-Biz was in there. Chip was outside in the red shirt. Oh, C-Biz was there as well, yeah? Come on. I can't lie. It was a nice, it was a nice vibe. The energy was right. Obviously, Maximum, the boys was yeah, there. Shout out, Aaron. Um, Shorty, who else is there? Oh, everyone was there, man. I'm surprised. I, didn't see I like them kind of ones there still, you know. I do. I like them kind of ones, man. Do you know why it's like? And it the as man well? them celebrating greatness, ironically. Exactly, but I like going to them type of venues and them type of because when I say I don't have to ask a girl how old are you, we're all grown yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I you go to that. certain man's activations. Same page just, thing. What? Standing in the corner because you know your thing is too separate for this. So no, it was good yesterday. Shout out, Smiler, Smiler, obviously, Junior. Honorable shout out to Smiler. In the ghost. Shout out Tats. Yeah, mum's here, man. Is it? <laughs> Man's doing the outside thing. I'm going to do some of that, though. Summertime soon come out. Trust me. I'm back in the gym now. You said. I'm back in the gym, man. You did say. And you know the thing is, the running thing's a bit mad for me because of my knee. Remember a time ago I told you, knee surgery, boom, 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 boom. So now, like, I can run again, but it's getting the confidence in my mind because my mind keeps telling me my mind, every time I go to run, my mind says to me, go on, keep, go on. Go keep on. Bad. Yeah, go on, keep, yeah. Go faster. Go faster. So now when that happens, yeah, 
I have to slow down because it's like there's this other part in my brain that it's almost like it wants my knee to mash up. So it's more, it's not the knee now, it's the mm. mind. It's getting confident with that. But right, it's, so it, the doctor said you can run, like calm. Yeah, I can run, I can run, I can run. I've done loads of ther- therapy and physio and all of that type of shit. I've done loads of it. But it was so good to get a sweat on my brother. Yeah, From, man. from running and, and like an incline walk. It just feels good. Do you get me? I'm starting football again, so I know how you feel. Oh yeah, for real. Every Tuesday, I'm back out. I, saw, I met one of the brothers yesterday, actually. Shout you out as well in the dance. He's like, what, football Tuesday? I was like, come on, so. Yeah, because I remember the last time you said you was doing football, your cardio was not on the levels. Bruv. It was not on the levels. I'm, cl- I'm slowly getting there. People are seeing the technique. Come on, cardio is important. I'm, I'm on the same vibe. Massively. Bro. Listen, I'm not going to lie, yeah? There's been times where my cardio has been so off. In my When I'm chopping, it's mad. Thank you, bro. Bruv, I'll be honest with you. Big man, one time I chopped and got a stitch. <laughs> no! Listen, I got a stitch. I was, you know when you pick up the pace? Yeah, I heard a cramp. <laughs> yeah. I have no cramp in the right leg or the left leg when you're you might have it in a certain position and no, you I feel got, it. In... I got a stitch. I got a proper stitch. And I got a crazy stitch in there. I'm on that. That is a stinker. Yeah, that is a stinker. <laughs> Bear build up on lactic acid because yeah. you might work out. Oh, I'm too chargy. And I heard you say you want to get rid of your belly about my boy tucking your belly. Yeah, go go work, man. Yeah, there's been ti- there's been times during sex I've. I've felt like raw. I'm unfit. I've got I've got minutes in the tank. <laughs> like I'm not ready to stop, but I'm feel unfit. I Do feel you sweat unfit. when you're like when you're sometimes yeah. Do you know if I'm sweating, I'm not a proper I... sweaters. Are you a sweaters? Sweat. That's what we doing. Sex? I mean, I I'm too honest right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a proper sweaters though. Like, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a like nah man. Nah, I've been I've been. Sometimes I've sweat too much and I'm just like, no, nah, this is disgusting. I feel disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like, this yeah. is horrible. That's, yeah, that's not. I go have a nice little bath, shower, freshen yeah, up. Yeah. And then, but it's the, I'm making excuses here. I'm not sweating no more though, girls. Don't watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. The sweating thing, especially if you're like missionary and that, and that's all dropping on them. They're not loving that. They might be in the moment, but they're not laughing. Imagine you got like long plaits as well, and they're freshly done drip, just dropping on her titty on her nipple, just going down that areola. Like that's not what anybody wants, cause. No, the only time the sweating is alright is like when you're both. I guess when you're both sweating, if anything, mm. you're not overly sweating, but she's sweating. You both got a little sweat. Oh, you're like, I know, like a exceptional circumstance. You might be on a holiday, hot country, like vibes taking you it's mad hot in the room whatnot see in my yard see the summertime in my house in my bedroom forget about it uh, forget about it you told it. me about it when the sun just comes in forget into the yard and it's it, just po it beat the sun directly <laughs> beats into the room like it beats into the room and it's what's weird about it is that like the when pictures it's do- would be banging yeah, though cold, yeah that, that is cold still that is cold I'll come to you I'll take pictures but what it is, yeah, is um, initially it's actually not hot. When the sun is beating in the room, it's weird because it's like, it's not that hot. But it's when the sun comes down, it's like, I don't know what happens there. I don't know what the flipping science is of that, yeah. But it's like the temperature just rises in a mad way. You heard the song? Feel like I wanna be inside of you. 
When the sun comes, that yeah, the vibe and energy. Come on, my brother. No, that's nice, though, man. I like having a house like that. Save money on heating. Yeah, yeah. Well, you say that, but there's been times when I've come home. It's so hot. I'd, I've had, to, I've laughed. One time I came in. <laughs> what? I came in, bro. I came into my yard one time. Yeah. My room was so hot. I just laughed. I just thought, it's. It was so hot. It's just unreasonably hot. It's unreasonably hot. I hate so that. anytime I've like been with someone around that time, I've let them know from the get go. I'm just letting you know, like, see, you don't want, like, you might want to stay around, but you don't want that. Like in the summertime, you don't want that. You don't want the spoon. You definitely don't want the spooning thing. And the sex in there, a minute and a half, you are instantly sweating, like instantly. And for my own, when I was young, when I well, when I was like when I was younger, my ego in that was like, my ego in it was like, yeah, I got a girl over since she's sweating. But I feel like now I'm like, nah, man, I don't really wanna. Cause you know, you, when it's hot and sweaty like that, in any other environment other than yourselves, you don't like it. No. So then, just because you're in your environment, you can't just think that anyone coming in is gonna like it. And also, it's a bit creepy. Gala thinking, does he want me to take my clothes off now? We've been here for five minutes. Five minutes, cuz. So, man, I for, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I like it to be cool and breezy. All right, look, let's talk some music very quickly. Do you know what I discovered? It's twenty years old, bro. What? What a song, man. What a song. 20 years old this is, you know. I told you, that's the song that reminds me of going out. Like, when I think of my first time going out and Be A Violence, it's yeah. that song. That was it. That was the song. That was it. That's the Averix Jacket song. That's the Rude Boy song. That is the Golf GTI 1.6 black with shiny rims beating out of the car. That's that time. Hey, the Averex stays there. Did you ever have a Did you have an Averex? Did you have one? Is it, yeah? I had one half leather. I had, and then the rest of them, I, I really liked the thin cotton ones because I saw like Dipset wearing them. Like it was like a right, baby right, blue right. one and it came in white as well. Yeah, yeah. So I just copied the Averexes that Dipset got. I slightly feel like they're going to proper come back, you know? Have you got one? I've got one, you but everyone's hitting me now. No, I only had one. I don't, co- but I'm not going to lie. My Averex was cold. Full leather, half leather. It was leather. cream. It was leather. Full leather cream. Yeah, cream and blue. Baby Full leather blue. cream. You had the ones from the So Solid video, bro. Listen, that is fucking bad boy. I only had one, and my, I still got it. You still got your Averex now. Yeah, I still. I bet you J2K looks like a man that still got his Averex now as well. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. it, he definitely looks like a man who still got his Averex. Can't I want an Averex? Yeah, there are, like that, that's come. I know that's there's gonna be a period where that fully comes back strongly though. We're gonna get to the next bit. He talks about blowing up Rex, Stratford Rex. I never went there. Didn't that, you? Nah. Oh the my under eight, lord! Under under eighteens in Stratford Rex apparently was like. So like I've been, I've been to Stratford Rex, but I never went to that. The place that they like the, the event that they was going to. No, I, didn't, I didn't go to that. Event. So I went to I went to like um, Stratford Rex like some years later, but just before it closed down. Mm. And so like going in there for the first time and seeing how big it was because it was quite big in there, isn't it? Massive, bro. Like, and at the back, the man then would just be congregating and. Is it? it well, eight. so you went there from North, man bro. from North going Stratford Rex and yeah, that. but come on, man, I'm not involved in no violence. I'm a good guy, so there's no reason for anyone to go. Where are you from? Yeah, but it still happened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
my god, bro! All the time, so they can just smell. They can just smell that you just didn't oh, dress like. That's horrible, man. That's what the thing is when you play songs I'm like that. that. Huh? That's the memories it brings back as well. What ends are you from? That's the first thing I think sometimes when I hear early grime. I'm like, what ends are you from? The most commonly asked question back in the day. Yeah, what ends are you from? And the killer is, yeah, it was just so upsetting knowing that it, it's the equivalent right now in war. You could be from Russia, not agree, but walk in the room and goes, where are you from? Russia. It's like, mm. these times you don't agree with nothing they're saying. Yeah. That was like the ends. Yeah. If I went to Hackney, a man go, where are you from? Oh, I live in Tottenham. You're having to run. These yeah. times I've done nothing. Yeah. I've not contributed to no. any of these problems. I just lived there because where my, my parents went. Yeah, it's mad. It, it's, <laughs> it's mad, you know, how it just turned from like, obviously just being vibes more to just like, where are you from? But at the same time, underneath all of that, there was just, everyone was still on a vibes though. Because yeah. see when the set's happening, you see when the set's happening, everyone's in unison. Mm. The beef happens again outside or there might be one or two bits and pieces or whatnot. But remember, most of the time, a lot of the time, the the beef wasn't really happening when the main dons were, were on stage or when main things were happening. Because Everyone was yeah. in unison then. Do you get Do you, what I'm saying? Was it because of a respect for the art? In a sense of like, that was yeah. their, our own real, like, you know, that's our only real escapism. Yeah, like, yeah. If we messed that up, we're back out here just going first sport. Yeah, do you know what though? I don't even think it was a thing of people looking at the fact of it being a if we mess it up thing. I just think mm. in those moments, everyone was just locked in. Mm. Everyone was just locked in. Everyone was, in. and then as soon as, as soon as this, it's like hypnosis, yeah? When you get, when you hypnotize a group of people, you're all, you're just hypnotized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you come out of that, then you're back on your fuckery again. That is so true. There's certain songs that do that to me. You know, that's bare yeah, true. Bro. Certain certain gal. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm telling you. I was listening. There was a girl there yesterday from Sri Lanka. Almost booked our flight, big man. <laughs> <laughs> She's in London though, so you're all right. Yeah, all right. But let me just get to this. All I wanna do is make money and clean. And so what? This what? Do you know what's so mad to me? Oh, this thing was, Lethal could spit, you know. Lethal was spitting in that tune. And it's like the more money he made, the more business he made. Like the less he started spitting, but in that tune he's yeah. spitting. Man, was saying about anything. Wait, man, I was saying about anything. That tune's called. Right. Hmm? Hey, what do they say? Be careful here. Alright, who's that? O to the Z. This thing was going. This was like. Durex bar was so big. People used to wait for that Durex bar. When I bang girls, I used the Durex. They were so gassed. Yes! No, pick me! I wonder what happened to the other two, though. I wonder what happened to them. Like. Lethal's brought them out a couple shows, though. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I think I was at. I was at. I went to one of Lethal's shows, actually, like a time ago. Was it the show that he did in. Rated Awards one time I saw him bring him out, I think. Did he, yeah? I'm sure. 
he I'm did so... uh what's that venue in short it's not village underground exo wire i'm yeah. sure that was the one that i went to i don't know if he bought he did coke he did um What's the one in Camden? King's Cross. What's the one in King's Cross again where Jump Off used to be? Scala. Scala. He did Scala as well. I'm not sure if he bought, bought them out then. But yeah, from then, remember they did the forward with him, pal. And then that, well, he did that anyway. Yeah. And then that ended up being a complete monster. You know, I don't know if you know this year, but around that time that that came out, I had my first DJ residency, yeah? Mm. And I remember my booking... My DJ set was nine till 10. The club opened at 10. Mm. My DJ booking was nine till 10. The club opened at 10. So I wasn't DJing to anyone, so but it was kind enough. Huh? So, so they had you DJing to the staff? Yes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Man, I'm making juices to no one. But you know what though? That was fine because later on, I ended up building my way to get the 12 till one and the one till two. Do you get what I'm saying? I, just, that. I just had to do that for a few months. But... What, DJ I, for staff? I didn't know I was DJing for staff, by the way. I thought the club was... I just thought no one was coming in. It was only until... That's when the I sta- pre-pre, you know. When I started getting the 11 till 12, that was when I started to realise, oh, wait, hold on one second, like... People come. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> not that, but I found out, oh, no, the club actually opens at 10. So I'm like, rah, well, you lot had me playing at 9 till 10. Whatever. I, do you know what? I was just happy to play. But... It was a, it was a real thing yeah. to not play pal. Yeah, no. That was a, you could not play pal. Yeah. If you played pal, the promoter or the the um the like one of the bouncers or whatever was coming to the DJ booth and telling you you have to take that off yeah. now. It was too crazy, bro. It was too too crazy, man. And shout out to Lethal as well because around that time you got to take into consideration he's dropped um oi with more fire crew. Yeah. And then they dropped a song, another song right after that, where they shot it in Ali Pali, um, the music video. Let me tell you what it is right now. And it was kind of yeah. similar to Oi, but it didn't really bang the way Oi did. Yeah. And I remember they were on a little bit of a campaign. I remember that whole thing. And it's like, I always respect someone that's able to reinvent themselves in a short space of 100%. time to do something else. So even off the back of that, he did do Pal, but he didn't even stop there. There was no, another can't... rhythm he did. Yeah. Um, yeah and yeah. Two Face is the first guy in it. Like, hmm, who's a nigga? Oh, exactly <coughs> make a boy run, make a boy shiver. Got four four, got my hands on the trigger. Like, hmm, who's that? And there's Bear Man from East on that song, and it just kind of positioned Lethal as a way, uh, as someone that kind of brings in loads of different people. Yeah. So I looked at him completely different after all of that. To a certain extent, I kind of looked at like he brought in Ozzy B and Nico. That might yeah, not be yeah. the case. That but might that's have been the case. How I looked it. It might not, but yeah. that's how I looked at it. And then that's how, how I sort of, sort of started to see. Do you know it, what yeah. I'm saying? And then he, he done the he ended up, It two. was like he was a connector in that sense. And then uh-huh. Bear people started really trying to do that as well. Like from then on, where it was like. You had all these rhythms with loads of people from different ends or whatnot. Like Fresh done it with a song called Rillian, who yeah. brought in loads of different people. Then they had to have Rillian on the yeah. as their bar. It was a probably commonly you know Wiley done it all the Wiley time. Wiley done it enough times. Who else would be doing it? Um, I think you done it. They had the Northwest Northwest rhythm as well. Nikki S and Nike used to Nikki do it S quite a bit. Nikki S and Nike. They did it a lot. Oh my god. They did it a lot. I remember they. they I used to MC with them back in the day. Still serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikki S and Nike. I used to MC with them back in the day. Do you know what? I love Nikki S and Nike took me. I had a crew at the time, Fatal Attraction. Yeah! Cheeky Chucky and Carty. Yeah. That's some yeah, bad yeah, boy names yeah. though. CCC. They took us to Delight FM. And I remember that was a big thing because like Delight FM, that was the South London 
radio station or whatnot, yeah? Yeah. It's mad, you know, like, you listen to a radio station and that, and you go in there and you're like, right, this is what, it, this is what it's like. like. It'd be great when they finish it. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it never met the expectations of what it, what I thought it was. Mm. Do you know what I mean? As like listening to it. But yeah, Nikki and Nikki you took me around South. I was going too South through Nikki Esanaki. Yeah, but they were them type of, like, again, I looked at them as connectors because every rhythm they'd done, I would find nasty on it and bashy on it. And they were always them type of individuals that had loads of different guys. Desperado. Yeah. Like Desperado was on songs. And I just had a, such a respect for them bringing people together because some people just different, they play different roles within the, the, the environment or the culture in it. And the role that they played was to make sure that I could see Desperado and Bashy and Big Nasty and all these different guys that they wouldn't be on a song together. Mm. But guess what? We can make it happen. Lethal was like that as well. Wiley was like that. Fresh done it once upon a time. Who else was doing it? Who else did it quite? Jammer was always doing it. Jammer, yeah. Jammer I mean, did it. Boy Better Know did it, to be yeah. fair. Um, yeah, that's what I like. Man, I'm, I miss them days of Graham a lot, man. They were yeah. such about, as much as it was crazy and maybe a dysfunctional family, it was a big family of people. Yeah, they didn't yeah. all had to speak. But do you know what I'm saying? It was a big family it of people that so, wanted you know to be good. Exactly. Oh, do you know who was really the leader of it all, though? Go I'm on. sorry, man. Crazy Titch. Oh, shit. Well... Crazy, you know, like, I got off... Um, Crazy Titch is just... Yo, I've got an interesting memory of Crazy Titch, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was like... He's... I saw something, yeah, which made me think, raw. like, he is quite... He's a leader of young men. 100%. You know, like, he came to Area Nightclub, the same place where I had my the, my first residency, yeah? Um, and Eskimo Dance was there. That was where, like, Eskimo Dance first was, yeah? And... Everyone obviously from east and south and north and whatever was coming there and doing their thing. But I remember one time when he was there, he came he was with his brother and that as well. And they came on, they did a set after Dizzy. So it was like after Dizzy, after Wiley, whatever, and he had his own little moment and he was just bodying. Like he and his brother was absolutely bodying, yeah. And then I just remember like him being outside. I remember coming outside and seeing him outside and just bare people were just around him. And you know, like he's talking to everyone and whatnot. You know, like his presence was so big. He wasn't a, the biggest guy, but his presence was just massive, bro. Huge, isn't it? Massive. Obviously it turned out however it turned out, but um, but he's, yeah. He was like, but he was again. Definitely, he, was, he was definitely a connector in it. And he was, he had like, that spirit of I am I don't care what anyone tells me I am the best in the room everywhere I go and if you think that you're the guy then you better come and talk to me properly. Do you know what I like Graham and I'm always gonna and I and, I, and I'm not gonna say I miss Graham because it still exists for me anyway. I get to watch different interpretations of it now. But the early adolescence of it is because quality threshold quality was the most important. Yeah, it was quality over everything, hmm. and it was like tone was so important. Sometimes in rap. I don't know if people really. I would that. Go on. Yes. Um, like yeah, all around. Like for example, when I see certain rappers, for example, they have very similar tones. Like people will take on like styles, and they'll just be all very similar. In gram, you could not be the same as people. No. People used to get on gets for sounding like Kano and it's only yeah. now when I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, it was similar, but this is two different styles. Yeah. So it was quality threshold over everything. And mm. I'm, I'm actually happy I come from that era, boy. Quality threshold over everything. I was talking to Titch the other day, we were speaking about it and yeah, man. The, That's the, the thing that I miss, bro. I think 
more than anything, I miss the competitive nature of mm-hmm. of wanting to be good. Do you know like, what I'm, I'm like, very genuinely happy. wanting yeah, to be good, be Chucky? Good. Yeah, yeah. And you want to be good because it's not like you don't want to be sorry to cut you. You don't want to be good to strangers outside of the room. When you step into that room, that's the arena. Yeah, so if you you will know if you're the best in that room, they right. will let you know. Right. And that's the indication to say I can take that energy elsewhere. Sorry about it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the yeah, the peers. Being around amongst the peers in that community and wanting to be the best, that's the thing that I loved. I love seeing that. And that was like, even though certain areas had weren't getting on with each other or whatnot, yeah, the one thing that Graham did have is that like you had different MCs from different areas in 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 the room and the majority of the time there was no beef. It was just I am better than you. Mm-hmm. We can be cool, but I am better than you. And now there isn't really any of that. Like, I think it, I w- it would take a lot of convincing. It would take a lot of convincing in letting me know that a big crop of the artists that we have here now actually think about really trying to be good. I don't, I genuinely don't think that they do, you know. Barring Dave. Yeah, there's only a few. There's like a, re- there's re- a, a few. I think people's idea of what the best is, is numbers. Mm, yes. It's popularity. And money. And I keep and money and I keep saying to people and in my school and a the, watch. The most popular guy got his ass kicked and the narrative was a different story the next day. But you see the guy that beat him up, every year we knew he would beat people up. His narrative never changed. So whatever his <laughs> yeah. story is, yeah. whatever he is, he is that. But if you're the popular guy, there's no story. People just know you for whatever's happening now. And I'm so tired of that within music. Like it proper gets me especially when you've been here for a, a, a little while, you've seen the four-year transitions of this guy's the next one up, and then after the fourth year, he's gone, bringing the next person. It fourth, works like sometimes, school. Sometimes second year. Maybe sometimes second year, mm. do you know what I'm saying? So I just think musically right now, I wish there was a playing field. We might even get back there. When everyone starts making too much money, all that's going to happen now is going to be like, oh, well, we've all got money. Right, so then so what, now how what? do we separate each other now? We're all kind of popular. Yeah. So, then so now what? We've got to be the best. Right, exactly. And you know the saddest thing is that I think when it comes to that now, do you know where everyone's got to go? Right back to the start. To I the essence. That Kanye, to the essence. I just watched a Kanye dog. I watched the third episode. Yeah. Donny dropped out. He didn't drop out Cody, but he distanced himself from him for a period of time. Yeah. And then when it came to him being the Kanye he is today, what has he had to do? Go back. Right so, back. That, that means if you never left, where would you be? Right. This is why I think Jay Huss will always be great. He doesn't leave where he needs to be. No one else knows where he is, but like when he crops up, he's with his sister, he's with his family, he's with that journey that took him to where he needs to be. Yeah. That's why I loved Graham. Yeah. Wherever you went in Graham, if the man them linked up, if, even if they went to go central London, it was like MCs that were brethren and it was very like a closed community of people that consistently were on their thing. Yeah, yeah. Everything they went with each other and they wanted to be great. Because of the popularity of the scene and all of that, it's probably kind of hard to do it, but... It's just too much about money. And yeah, I like what you said about the Kanye thing as well, actually. Because that was yeah. one thing that I super noticed. Is like, you know what? In that time of need as well, no matter how successful he got, when things started to go a certain way, now nah, I need, I need my Don. I need my Don. Yeah. Who's the other guy? Who's the other Rhymefest. guy? Rhymefest. Not Rhymefest. Rhymefest is lit. Yeah. There's another guy. Who, oh, what's his name? Who? Chico. Chico thinks Chico. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's nice to know that even, do you know what I'm saying? The mm. people at the top will go, right, like Skepta in Grime. Mm. He's got the same people around him. Mm. I'm not saying that that's a mantra you have to. You have to have the same people around you if they're good people. If they're bad people, doesn't matter about how long you've known each other. But there is a common theme that if you want to have success within music, 
Think about the journey that brought you to the point of quote unquote popularity. Don't think about the journey through popularity. Well, it's about having the same common goal as well, isn't it? Because if mm-hmm. your team is, if your team is surrounded around people that are essentially looking for the profit and looking for the money, as opposed to quality threshold, mm. and that's your mindset as well, then you ain't gonna, you're not gonna know any different. You're not gonna feel any different. You mm. might not necessarily, once it's all said and done, you might not feel happy, but you won't know any, di- you may not know any different and you might not necessarily know why you don't feel happy in your music career or whatnot. You've got all the money, you've got the watch, you've got the yard, and, but what is it, why do I, you might not have, you just don't have the music like that. You don't even fuck with your own music. You're listening back to some of your old stuff and can't oh. even stand it. That's an interesting conversation to have. How many artists, I won't say so much now because this, the music we make, which is quote unquote negative, is quite popular. So man don't mind listening right. to that. But there was a period, I would say 2012, 2013 to maybe 2017 before yeah. Skip. I want to know how many artists enjoyed the music they were making. They all genuinely want to know. Go on, Chucky. How many artists do you think were enjoying the music they were making? Two percent. Two percent. I don't think I think I've mentioned this a few times before, yeah. I think that a lot in the ideal world would wanna erase that part of their career. But the only reason why I would say, you know what, yeah, as much as I know you didn't enjoy that time, and as much as we listen back to it and it has aged horribly. It stinks. Yeah, it proper stinks. You know what? It stinks. I guess at a point, it kind of needed it to happen for us to be to where we are now. Do you get what I'm saying? 100. We go through them stages. It just needed, you had to be the person to do it. Someone had to do it and you just so happened to do it. But I can't imagine anyone listening back to, like I wouldn't even want to play some of the music back to them, to be honest with you. I wouldn't even want to do that because I feel like it would feel. They would give me excuses. And most of the excuses would be work. And I'm like, but you didn't start this to work. Do you know who, have you watched the Major Oblige doc? I haven't watched it. No, nah, someone that. else told me about it actually. Go and watch my my older sister, auntie, mother, everything. In, <laughs> not my mother, I got one mother. But you see her, yeah. the place she's making music from, yeah. how humble she was at the start when they were asking her questions in one interview, like, oh, so like, Mary, like, how did you know you were going to make it? And She turns back, she goes, I didn't. She goes, I didn't think there was opportunities for people like me. Right. So you see that sort of humble spirit you have even at the prime where you've just released what's the 411 and niggas are going mad for crazy. this album. You're rapping at the end of the album. Are you crazy? Like, you've dropped this whole album. You've got Diddy supporting you. Like, yeah. this is nuts. You're still in that situation of like, yeah. And you're seeing the guy from Jodeci. Yeah. Like, it's all going mad. You're still the same girl. It has to be with her surroundings. She had a sister around her. She had yeah. her friends from that day one. And then I saw the, like so at the had, end- She had music people around her. No, she had life people around her okay, because fair. she was the vessel that was able to almost translate life and make it a sonical experience. Some people maybe need loads of different types of individuals. That's true. Mary's got her pen. That's true. And where she's got her pen, did he be producing and people be around her? And then she's got rappers that are around her that can also like meth and in the final dinner, I see L Cool J there. So I'm just like the role she played, I'm talking, bruv, like, ask yourself this if you're an artist, bro. Mary J. Blige on a concert the other day. It, everyone was singing every word to, like, mm. every song, whether it be Real Love, No More Drama. Like, how many of you lot are making music that you know right now in 20 years' time, you can go and do a show? I don't know, 10,000, 5,000 people say. And people will know every single word. 
Mm. I don't think there's a lot of individuals. The, mm. They're making music like that 2013 to 2017 period is still happening now with certain artists. And I just think you're going to be in Butlins quicker than you know, fam. I'm telling you. And you know as well, like the, which I've said so much times as well, yeah, is like the quality of the performances and stuff like that are so low that like it isn't, there isn't, to me, there isn't much of a middle bit. It's like either some people are like really, really good. You've got some that are just super, super good and then others that are just so way off the mark, yeah. And I went to go and see Dave the other day, yeah. <laughs> and like, I know that we sort of look at him as the exception or whatnot, but I remember looking at him and saying, like watching the show, this guy's, I'm not, by the way, let me just be clear. I'm not expecting anyone to do this, but let me just explain this first, yeah. <laughs> this guy is coming out, he's flipping, he's rapping, he's talking to the flipping crowd. Yeah. He's like, the engagement is really good. The clarity, the flipping, the guy's playing the guitar. No, the guy's playing the piano. He's playing the piano and rapping. Then he's playing the piano while flipping Meeks, Ma Meeks Manny gets gigs and flipping Fredo's rapping. Then he's playing the guitar. Then he's playing the guitar and rapping. Then he's taught, then he's like, there's so much shit going on. Huh? How old is he? He's like 22 or 23. 23. He's 23 years old. My man ain't even hit 25 yet. And so like, that's scary. I walked away from that, yeah. Scary. And I thought to myself, of course, not oh everyone God, is gonna man. be that. And not everyone needs to learn how to play an instrument either, yeah. But as an artist, yeah, like see like with some of the, the, the artists that are coming through that are actually selling a lot of tickets for shows and whatever, yeah. Hitting big stages at an early, early point in their career. I hope that some of them could look at that and just think to themselves, I need to step this up a piece. I need to step my thing up a bit. I need to step my thing up a bit. Be mm. inspired by that. There's mm. nothing wrong by being inspired by that. Come out of your bubble for a minute. Mm. Come out of the bubble because that's the next thing. When money, when you get money and fame, a lot of artists feel like everything evolves around them. Yeah. And then, then, you know when they realise that it doesn't? When they've like crossed the line a bit. You see when you cross the line a bit and then people remind you, hold on a minute, bro. Like the world is yours, but it's not really though. No. Like, be careful. Like, be careful what you do here. Yeah. Like, That's sad, bro. I just think, I just think, yeah, be inspired by something like that and step this thing up because a lot of them are getting away with absolute murder. murder. I hear you. They're getting away with murder. And the only reason why some of them can get away with this murder is only because my younger brother, who is of a certain generation, he may not know no better. Do you get what I'm saying? When he's going to a show, he don't know. He don't know what's good until he goes and sees Dave. Oh, serious? He will not, he won't know. When you go and then you, you see that and you start thinking, because that's the next thing. When I was speaking to even some of my other cousins and people that I know and that, they were like, rah, like, that's, that spun them. Because more time, when they go into a show, they're just expecting everyone to just be just prancing up and down and whatnot and fucking someone screaming over themselves, uh, over the track or whatnot, shit engagement, whatever it may be. That is the standard for them. So when they see something that is out of the standard, it completely frazzles their mind. They can't even believe it. Do you know what? I but there should that. be at least, there should be at least a middle ground. But the problem is, it's like, 
again, people care more about money than they do about art, but that's because our people yeah. that are making the music, we're not from money. So we kind of got to find the compromise. We've got to care about money, you know? On a deeper one, we've got to that. care about money because mm. we've probably got huge responsibilities like our mom, our dad, our brothers, our yeah. sisters, our ends. Like, so unfortunately, we don't have the luxuries that a yeah. middle-class singer from Middlesbrough can come in mm. and say, boy, I want to make this show like this. Just for your brain to be in that space lets me know that... Do you know where I'm coming from? Like, life hasn't got so much stress for you. The people that do are able to... The people that are able to see it like that, people like Dave, they're just extraordinary characters. They're just... Their thing, their thinking is just on a different wavelength for a 23-year-old. I, it's I about know. legacy. Le- I think sometimes you can see an artist and you can you can tell whether they are whether they are big in numbers or popularity or whatnot, mm. or, they're, or they're not. Mm. You can tell who's about legacy, who's about moments, as opposed to who is about just business and that's why i say to you like i make music chucky i love the music i make and i'll tell you one thing if i just had music people about me i wouldn't make music Mm, why because you make music to you make music because you love music and all the reasons you love music have nothing to do with music business absolutely nothing Mm. you experience the culture and the places the music exists and lives and breathes and Mm. the lifestyle of it before you experience the business of it for being honest with you is that your mate oh don't doesn't no one knock anymore yeah this is it oh lit i might have to do you know i'm gonna get a light slingshot i'm gonna get a light slingshot anytime that door opens yeah bye straighten out your forehead and i put shit in a in a book yeah, yeah. that's something Steve would do that's 100% he put it in Miles bag ones upon a time yeah, I know. oh god but yeah man yeah. I just that's all I think I think you need to keep the people in the like for example when I see reggae music yeah or when I see Jamaica's always the example when I see the places that they're playing the music and enjoying the music and having the music none of it looks like something that's in central London mm. but that's where the music's coming from that's actually almost the studio the studio is the village mm. when they bring the sound system on the strip and there's little kids watching his interpretation of everything and he's like, rah. And who knows what that little child's going to become because that environment is what's building him to become a musician, his lifestyle. Not being in a building from nine to five with some guys that don't even know it and it's just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Mm. It proper don't. So I advise artists anyway, especially I love when artists are just, they, they are drill rappers and they are epitomising a lifestyle to a certain extent of that, like, that's going to keep you there. Eventually, you'll grow out of it. You're a kid. I'm not asking you to not be a kid when you're a kid. Mm. I don't want you to do anything bad, but I do understand the compromise of if you live this lifestyle, you can make this music. Yeah. Mary J. Blige went through a lot of heartache. You watch the documentary, you'll understand. What is it on, by the way? It's it on, on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. Okay, I'm I on have that to give t- you my. I'm on that t- I've got, I've got Prime. You got Prime, yeah? Yeah, yeah? Come on, fam. Watch it, please, bro. I'm going to watch that tonight. What? Just talking about um, drill quickly, yeah? Hmm. What do you think about, like, because what I've seen over the last year or so is a few songs here and there that like, uh, like drill songs that seem to be made for TikTok. Come on. What do you think about that? I think that is the middle class Caucasian trying to figure out how they get involved. Because yeah, but- drill derives from a lifestyle. So if you know the lifestyle, you're able to make the drill. But if you're not able to make the drills because you're not from the lifestyle, so then you find one drill song that goes and you go, what elements of that can I take to compromise so I can put it somewhere else? And kids are the reasons why things are big on TikTok. Nothing to do with adults. Right. Adults are fucking idiots. They just watch what kids do and then they, they, they put it in a building and then they act like, yeah, we know how to. You don't know anything. You'll wait for the kids to do something else before you 
So with TikTok songs, the kids have done that. Kids have put the songs on TikToks and then all of a sudden, the kids have shown everybody the songs that resonate on TikTok. And some of them will have a, they're not really fully drill. They're a bit more innocent. So once that information is shared, record labels look at it and go, all right, cool. And this is no respect to someone like him. We'll get RD or this guy or that guy and we'll put them on drill, but the TikTok version of it. Right. And we'll tell everyone this is drill. And then what it does is it kills the original drill for the man them in the hood. And then it makes that version bigger because that version is more shareable. But so I, but I, I actually like, hate it. But I feel like some of them are, you know, I was watching Lowski, yeah. Mm. I was watching Lowski one time on his thing and like, I'm seeing him dancing around and that. And I'm like, I like the fact that he's happy because so you know, I know where he comes from and I understand the pressures as well of feeling like he's may have been, he could have spent a long time in jail. So you know, when you like, you get out of that situation, I'm never get, I'm not putting myself in that situation again, got you, whatever. I want to just make sure I'm on the right track or whatnot, yeah? But sometimes I'm like, I see the dancing and I'm like, wait, is this for TikTok? Is this like about creating a moment? Then, not that he's done this, but sonically, I've heard changes in certain, some of the songs. So like, Swarms, I think, he's done like, what is it, a Deliveroo tune or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's like a few other ones, yeah. And I'm like, it's reminiscent to me of, remember the Funky House era, yeah? Yeah. Where you had, obviously Funky was what it was. And then after a while, you started to get the head, shoulders, knees and toes. Then you started to get like the other stuff that were like a bit more dancey. And it was like the sound was different. Yeah. Yeah. Little while after that, Funky, Funky House is gone. I'm not saying that that is the reason for it, but something happened. Something happened. And I don't know what it is, but I feel like I'm seeing the same thing. I'm seeing the... I'm seeing this thing, this sound, changing in a mad way, yeah? And it's not all bad because obviously, like, I think that, like, a lot of them are still changing their life through doing it and whatever it may be and it still has the authenticity in it, the sound and production and whatnot. But when we start getting to the, the gimmicky aspect of it, I think, or do you not feel like that could be a bit dangerous for the progression of the genre. That's the point I just made. Right. Look at it like this, Chucky. This is the best way for me to describe it, why I don't like any of this stuff. All of these versions of music that are made are counterculture. So they're counterculture to commercial culture. So it's like, there is no space for them in the commercial world. So we make a, a sonical experience over here in the hood and we make it popular amongst a working class demographic, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. The working class demographic is bigger than any demographic in the whole of England. Mm. So if the whole of working class demographic like it, all of a sudden what happens is it becomes a big genre of music. Mm. It epitomizes struggle. The music that probably does the best is struggle, whether it be Adele moaning mm. about mm. whatever she's moaning about or man them talking about guns. That type of struggle was always elevated. Perhaps. All right, cool. Now that elevated struggle from the working class people, the middle class individuals that want to control it don't understand it. Yeah. So because they can't understand it, they need a way to police it. Here comes TikTok. TikTok now shows the, these groups of people the way to police drill. So if we can find one person and we can tell everyone this is drill, doesn't matter, we can tell everyone this is drill, make this person be the face of it, what happens is it changes the sonical experience and most importantly, it changes the opportunities for people in working class areas mm. to find an entry point into music because the what drill is, is being changed. This is why I think people like Heady One, 
uh, the unknown tees, the loss. These people are important. As long as they keep giving you, especially abs, these men yeah. are important. If they keep giving you the harshest reality of drill and that becomes popular, there's still an opportunity for Benjamin in fucking Brixton. Yeah, to do a thing. Because if not, and this is not even me to shit on him. I don't even like to, actually, I'm not going to say names. I don't want to shit on people, but yeah. there are some artists and obviously they haven't had that experience. And do you know what? It's got nothing, I'm not here to say you're bad or anything. It's not to do with that. But you haven't had that experience, but you make a version of Drill. If that goes number one, and then you do another one, and that goes number one, and then you do another one, and that goes number one, we've got the same examples in Grime. Grime would live and exist now, if not, if it wasn't. And this is, again, this is not a dig at anyone, but the moment Chip makes an album which isn't fully Grime, and he's the Grime kid, mm. what does that do for Grime? And the moment Dizzy Rascal says, I'm just doing house music, yeah, yeah. what does that do for Grime? It's all the people that are the coolest in our genre, because this doesn't understand it they bring it somewhere that they understand and then everybody understands money so when you're making money you think you're doing well and then all of a sudden the money dries up yeah it's yeah. not what it used to be and then guess who's still there for you black people um, come back home <laughs> come back to drill come back to grime come back we're yeah. always here but all them other commercial popular things they will get rid of you so yeah sorry about it's not it's not people. even about yeah no i'm here i hear exactly what you're saying ultimately it's not about or it shouldn't really be about Mm. Um, making it for others to understand. It's about making it for you to understand, and the popularity. And if that that that's if that becomes popular, then that's obviously more. Um, what's the word? There's a stronger credibility in that. But then, guess what? But can't when you make it, it for someone else to understand, it literally changes, as you said, the sonic experience. You can't control it, though, you can't it? Control it. If you can't control it, you're getting upset. How can I control this? How can we... Why is it that we can't create the new drill artists? Yeah. All the new drill artists are being created by kids. Yeah. Imagine kids are the geniuses. Everyone under the age of 21 and under have created these stars. And there's stupid people in record labels taking credit for it. It's nothing to do with them. Yeah, but do you know, even now, I think it's changing. Because so many of them are... I mean, there's a lot that's signed... But there's a lot that's actually independent, bro. Doing their thing. And the ones that are signed, all the information that these record labels are using were created by the younger demographic. It wasn't created by nobody. They're imitating. That's mm. why record labels have to change the interpretation of what is their number one artist so frequently mm. until you become like an Ed Sheeran or a Madonna or something like that. But for that whole journey, your top artist is going to be whatever genre of music is popular. And then when that changes, it will be someone else. Yeah. If reggae is popular for four years, guess what? Here's a white boy with dreadlocks. And then after that, if grind is popular again, here's some next shoot in a tracksuit. Like that's how they operate. So you can't operate like them because you are in the space. You live in the space. So if I live in the space of drill, I can't make country and western in four years' time. Yeah. I'm in the drill space. Yeah, yeah. I want to make country and western. I should take my ass to Texas or something like that. Have an understanding of it, and then I can sort of. Do you know where I'm coming yeah, yeah, from? Yeah, definitely. What's happening with us though is is peak. Trust me. I see it all the time. Yeah. And grime is the reasons why I'm hurt by it because man tried ridicule grime so much, and I'm just like, half the shit would even be here if it wasn't Without for grime. It. Furthermore, exactly. Skepta has night collabs. That's grime. I'm sitting here doing a podcast. I'm great. hundred percent. So it's been anyway. hundred percent. I really want the music to do well, man. So much, Chucky. Yeah, I want. I always want the cream to rise to the top. Do you know what I'm saying? I always want the cream to rise to the top in it. And like again, once when I push my excitement of the fact that so many are able to change their life, I then start looking at the quality. I then start looking at what is it that you're really doing. And when I start looking at that, I'm like, oh man, like, you, 
there's there's something infiltrating your brain here. There's something infiltrating your brain. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. And that could be dangerous for your own sound. So when I started, when I'm starting to hear some of these versions of the music, I'm like, okay, this is cool. Cause you know what? This is going to be great for a couple of years. And then what happens when everyone is off that? Then so then what about the next the... things? Then what, then what happens then? So then what about the individuals that are here before a lot of the artists that come? Don't they feel that they have a responsibility to guide the younger individuals into a place and a space where they can be making money forever? Is there any of that years? happening? That's the one thing that I'm curious to know about. Is this, there any guidance in that sense? No, I think... Like, is anyone... No. This is, like... Not really. I think, as well, yeah, do you know why I think it might be difficult to do that in this day? Maybe. I could be wrong in saying that, yeah? Saying this. But in the first instance of trying to actually sit down and have a conversation with with my man who's cutting through and whatnot, yeah? Nothing of them might even look, look at you and say, well, brother, you don't have a bus down, no? Like, what have you got? How are you schooling me and you ain't even got your own? How are you schooling me if I don't? So the mentality is off from the apps from the get go. But not everybody's like that. I think there are some people like that. I'm never going to question that at all. But yeah, I true. do have a lot of uh, encouragement for the people from the community that I'm privileged to be a part of. It's a yeah. very intelligent group of individuals. And if they're guided from a younger age and they're given logic, they will take it on board. 100%. It's just that unfortunately, there's not a lot of logic given to them. Everything given to them is almost like it's funny, isn't it? Like in music, I feel like sometimes you're conditioned the way you're conditioned in school. You start in year seven, you, you leave in year 11. So many happens to so many musicians and they actually don't even realise they're just part of a regime that's all they know. And then when they're in year 11, they don't even know that they're leaving. Yeah, yeah. They end yeah. up starting making desperate music, doing stupid collabs that don't even work. And choose <laughs> Paris yeah, yeah, Hilton yeah. and shit like that. Like, what the fuck is going on? So I am of the... I'm always of the sentiment that there should be someone in a record label or people in a record label. I understand it would be a compromise because you've got to keep the lights on, but they actually show the individuals that are speaking to a particular demograph what happens when we get involved. The demograph you're speaking to right now will consistently for a period of time support you. The moment we bring you to our demograph and our playlist and all of that, these individuals, they pass and go. If you've got more of them than you have of them, you're never really going to know what your business is at. Because if you have 20% that, and 80% that, all your money's coming from, your, most of your money's coming from that, yes, but you see them, they'll be gone in three years. So if your lifestyle is accommodated to the 80%, guess what happens when that goes? You've got 20% now. Right. And now you've got to try and figure out how you can financially sort of accommodate your lifestyle from the 20%, but you've been living through the 80. That's why I say to people all the time, please, artists, please, 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 know who your core fan base is and always make for them even set your lifestyle financially around them that makes sense to me for you to set your life financially around the group of people you just met at sony doesn't make sense because they need to keep their lights on what about yours yeah yeah do you understand i'm coming from so they're going to change the sonical experience chucky they're going to change course. everything well it, do you know what it makes more sense to do that anyway because whenever you do then sign you can leverage more do you understand where I'm coming if from? If you don't have that, then it, you can't leverage. So I love H. No, yeah, yeah, H is cold still. Rude boy, he I came in. I with H, heavy. H went there, he went to the label fam, got whatever he needed to get from them, realised that he's the power and said, bye. Yeah. My, all my guys, go and get your 80, go get your 80 to 100%. That's what you deserve. You create, all the boys that are responsible for creating drill, grime, all of these musical genres, you lot are geniuses geniuses with gifts from God. 
All of you. I don't care about the circumstances you're in. Yes, they're bad, but guess what? Look what white on white crime is. Ukraine versus Russia. So don't worry about that. The most important thing is that you own your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Own your shit. That's how your music stays for Mary J. Blige Doc. That's the best thing I can say. Watch that Mary J. Blige Doc. I will do, definitely. Please, I will, bro. I'll also, though, I will give like a light little credit to, to Glyn and Ricky Blue, though, because they're the ones who signed him. To yeah. su- they signed H to their since 93 label Shout and them out, man. see with them they are not giving out contracts that are killing people though Good, do you get what man. i'm saying they they're not signing they're not signing on a thing of yeah here's your bomb nine albums three this that and we want x y and z or whatever it may be mm. they understand the culture and i think that like because they're of it and we don't have a lot of them we don't have a lot of them but i would always if i had a, if i had an artist and i was ever looking to entertain some type of conversation. I know the, the few people that I'm going to Same. in this business when it comes Same. to that, if we were ever going to do that. I know the few people that, because I, I trust them. And I f- hopefully as time goes on, there'll be more of them. But the reality is, as you said, the facts will still remain the same. A lot of those companies will, the lights need to be turned on. And the killer is, I can't even like, the and people that work at record labels, I can't even get on them. Like you got families. You've got kids, you've got bare stuff you need to do for yourself. But if you love this culture and you love what the younger demographic of people are doing to create new musical experiences, like I said, drill, it's right what you said. TikTok is changing the experience. But guess what? All them people that are changing that experience on TikTok are not from the culture of drill. They have no understanding of it. They just want to fit in. Yeah, but the, I guess the point I was making more so on that Sorry. is, is it them that that is doing that or is it the artist that is doing it because they feel like Mm-mm. oh this is well you can see the way that the algorithms work on tiktok anyway i'm not saying you i'm just saying in general is that right the algorithms work so well over there mm. this is bust through that you know what i'm not making it this for tiktok but i'm, I'm so happy <laughs> right i got a song i can make a little young dance to it if it blows it blows if it doesn't it doesn't i wasn't doing it for tiktok anyway because I do, this is the thing, That's yeah. Kind of I do trash. believe, though, yeah. I do believe as much as we can sit and criticize the business, yeah, I do feel like there's still a lot of brainwashing or conditioning yeah. that artists have, yeah? yeah, that they have not necessarily from a label, but just from their own, the own thing, their own mind and things that they've seen yeah. and the things that are pumped into their brain where they feel, you know what, like, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? That I could do that. You don't that. know yourself though. And that's one thing as well. Imagine that. Imagine being like 17, 18 years old and the world expecting you to know yourself. Yeah, like, yeah. go and make your damn mistakes. I don't care if artists are making little dumb songs, this and do that. Go and make your mistakes, but they need to be yours. Yeah, yeah. So what, when we're talking about these TikTok situations, I hear you, but that means you're in the environment. Fredo's the best example. That's why I love this guy, bro. When he made that tick, is it TikTok or something, what have you. Well, there's that her- that horrible tune. But he came forward and said, my bad. My bad. I, I love Lex. that. My bad. I love that. My bad. Like, he's and come you know forward. what? Scrap everyone else. Well, Fredo's what I loved. But his friend's not... Um, the man them didn't... Didn't, didn't pat yeah, the man up. man. You man was in the studio. With me. Right. So what he had to... I feel like, I don't know, but everything I see this guy do right now, Although it's he's a businessman, which I love, it does have an element of I'm still out here with my man. Yeah, Fredo's so, a G. So then that what it says to me is that that is what allows that's the energy that he takes to work, which allows him to progress. Right. If it was the other way round, yeah. there would be an issue. 
He knows his struggle. He knows his story. He knows who he needs to feed. He knows what lights he needs to keep on. I think the lights he has to keep on I is more important example. than the lights that someone else has to keep I on. I love that so, example. I'm Do you know why I love that example as well? Mm-hmm. Because let's just say no one said my bad, but everyone just... No, let's just say everyone thought this tune was a mess. Yeah. The man didn't really love it. Mm. He puts it out and everyone's thinking the same thing, but no one's really saying anything. Yeah. And then now it comes outside. It goes outside and it goes off and does a complete madness. I don't think that he would then have a whole career of making tunes like that. But I do think that he would think, well, this one, I could do a next one of them. I'll just give them a next young one. Then I'll give them a next young one. Then what happens? You don't get Independence Day. Independence Day starts sounding a bit different. Do you understand what I'm saying? Maybe the verse that he gives you on In the Fire is a tad bit different. He might start giving you a net. Do you understand what I'm saying? I love the fact that this happened. My bad. And do you know what? You see when he came out at Dave's show? Oh, I know God, it was bro. sensational. It, I know. Bro, my man stepped out, yeah? He's been going gym on the low, definitely, by the way. He stepped out in the Ross Clark fitted thing, whatnot. The crowd the has gone mad, bro. The gal in it. Mad. Come on, yeah, man. Twice. That gasses me so much. When I see the man them doing well, I get so gassed and look, energy. Look, look where he's man, come from. Look where he's come from. Brother. Look what he does. Look at the music he makes. So if you've come from that, I just think you need to listen to the people in and around that that understand you. You see that over there? That has to be the thing that says, how do we manage that? It can never be the people that guide you. It has to be the people that manage the situation. Yeah. Never guide you. So, Fredo, their man there, Dave, they will keep the genre up. They will keep the music alive. Gets, there's a few. They will they keep give the music me, alive. They give me hope. Like, them, them artists, they give me hope in it. Because I can listen to certain things and I know that, like, it's coming from a, it's coming from a place of trying to be good and make moments and, you know what I mean? Like, Isn't I Isn't that what music man. is? Yeah, man, they give me that, man. Still. So I miss you, um, A2. When you're ready to come back, I miss you, A2. A2, you're I miss you, know. Jesse James. I miss you. I would like you lot to come back, man. Honourable shout out to Etta Bond as well. It was I miss her, you, by Etta. the way, that was that. Oh, I know, she's an Asia. I love Etta. Koji, we don't miss you. Your Koji album's well. out today. Come yeah. on, fam. Oh, is this album out today? Come on, my brother. Oh, we're plugging man. Koji. Honourable Since we're hearing it. Like, there are just some people that, you There's know. There's a lot of music that dropped today, by the way. Yeah. Um, Tiana Major 9, by the way, her voice is absolutely sensational, bro. Oh my God. Honorable shout out to Casa and the team behind that as well. Crazy? Really good. Her album's not out yet, though. But, um, oh, Koji dropped for real. Koji dropped, bro. I've just been listening to Thingy, features on there as well. I've been listening to too much Future, man. Jordy's in studio with Wretch and Koji as well. I'm telling you, there's there's some artists that I listen to that I like. Kodak Black dropped a project. Oh my God, it's cold. When did it come out? When did this project come out? There's a lot of music that dropped today, boy. Shit. Back for everything. That came out, came out last week. Yeah. Kodak Black. Chucky, just give it a listen. Kodak Black. Just yeah. give it a listen. I don't know if he's for me, man. No, that's what I'm saying. Give it a listen. <laughs> because I understand at one point why it wouldn't be for you. But I want you to listen to what he's saying. Uh, he's talking... I love him and Future anyway. Yeah. You ain't even trying to be special. I know so much. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll. I'll give it a go today. So. This the lyrics. Just listen I to their struggle. To. I tell you who I really like that you put me on to. Who? Six hundred breezy. He's coming back. He's oh, coming back. He's out of jail now. He's out of jail now. He's he went jail back. for a bit. Wait, he's the coldest, bro. Six hundred breezy. He's the coldest. 
He's the coldest. Let me just play one He thing. holds himself back. I'm telling you. He 600 Breezy back. is holding himself. It gets me so upset, bro. Do you listen to 600 Breezy? Listen to the start he's of this song. Bad boy. Please. It was me inside of niggas, no we violent. Mm. Fam. You see the way he attacks a beat? He comes in on a half drop, so he doesn't come in at the start. Yeah, yeah. He'll leave a little gap. And then. That's a grime thing as well, man. It's a proper grime thing, innit? Watch it, watch it. East Africa, watch this one. Honestly, that he's guy bad. there for me. He's bad boy. Oh, hey, Chucks, I think I love music more again, you know. Every All the loves are coming back and the love for music after watching these documentaries. Oh, my God, bro. Let me tell you something, here. You've got to protect music. Man. I live for music docs and insight. That's one of the reasons why I love... That's one of the reasons why I love sitting down and having conversations with artists, you know. Then my my conversations... Huh? Watch that Dean Dash interview as well, then. Which one? He's got a new interview out with Shan Shan? Or okay, I'll, I'll watch that. I you usually, any time he drops out, I'm always, I'm always curious to hear what he, he's got to say because I, I fuck with Dame still. But it's like, for me, yeah. my conversations that I have with artists are not about the moment. They're not about like, I'm not trying to be here for a moment, bro. I'm just trying to like, I like you. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? Like, what is it that you're doing? What is it that you're... Do you know what? There's a couple that maybe I may not even check for so much like that, but there's something happening with them. Let me get an understanding of it. That's my, I love all of that, bro. Bro, so when I'm I see them. That. I'm with you on that. Like, for example, there's an artist called Remtrex, yeah? Oh, I've been Remtrex trying. Is Remtrex is sick. I've been, I need to hire, hit him he? up. Fam, I need to hit him up. Basically, I've been speaking with him and I wanted to do an interview with him. Yeah. But I just don't know what platform to put it on. So I've been trying to get Gasworks stuck because I want to put Remtrex on that. I think Remtrex is he's cold. so talented. I think he's so sick. And them man there, those are the man that need support. Like, you got to support them, brothers. They're so, so sick. I need to hit him back. I ain't hit him in like three weeks or so I'm having a stinker. But it's only because I wanted to... Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I wanted to get him half-cast and talk about Birmingham. Just get, get him visible. Yeah. Them artists. HC Pod at the moment, by the way. HC, sorry. Yeah, not <laughs> half-cast. We're, we're going hey, back in time. Hey, beep that out. Yeah, beep that one out. Beep that. Wolf that if you know what um, You know what, yeah? We, we're limited on time, yeah? So before oh, we even get on to the next thing, if anything, have you got Howlers? Let's just do with that, just in case they come, because I don't want to interrupt your howlers. Listen, my brother, have I got howlers? Is outside bright? Is outside bright? Let me tell you something, brother. First of all, I put my hand up. Go on. Specs, filthy fellas, my bad. What happened? My bad. What happened? I said, when everyone was like, you need to get Tinder Swindler. You need to get Tinder Swindler. I'm like, but what the hell are you going to get him for? What do you mean get I him? I didn't think. So Tinder Swindler, obviously everyone's seen the doc by now, the Simon Ilyev guy yeah. who went around and bumps a bag of women. Yeah. A bag of women. <laughs> but they voluntarily gave him the money. So in my head, I'm like, I don't even know five guys like that. So you know what? I can't sympathise like that. I can't even get 250 pound out of certain guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> this guy's getting 250K. What I didn't think about was... 
the diamond factory that he claimed he worked for. Oh yeah. What are they saying? I tell you what, Chucky, they're talking about suing him. That's right. According to the court documents obtained by people, Israel Russian diamond tycoon Lev Liviev and his family are suing. Suing. Man like Simon for lying. Big rocks. Millions. And millions of the rocks fans. Like he's getting sued. And you know what? I'm happy. Do you know the maddest thing I is? do feel happy about it. He will not have, whatever racks he's got at the moment, he's not got the bank to go against that team there. Diamonds. What? Big, oi, you ain't got the peas for that one. Because I reckon they've already thought about the repercussions of somebody doing this in the first place. Right. You didn't think about the repercussions of you doing it to someone. So guess what, Simon? Ah, you get swindled now. I'm telling you. I and do you know what it is as well? Now. See, for the Diamond family, this ain't about money, you know? Come Don't on. try to disrespect the family name. We're out here doing the diamonds thing, whatnot. Now we've got some youth running up and down all over the place saying that he's with, saying he's gang. He's out here saying he's gang. How can he be gang? He's not even related to me. Exactly. He made up pictures and put himself in it. Mad. So honestly, Simon, I know I was rating you a couple of weeks ago, but guess what me and Chucky have also said in the pod? Hypocrites. Oh yeah, oh. And you know what my mind is like? My clothes. I can change them. You can't tell me nothing. It's a bits. All right. Moving on. There's a big stinker for British media. And I have to make this very, very clear. I'm not for war. No, 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 no. I love love and peace. Strong. But one thing I don't do within war is segregate who is more important to survive unless it's women and children. Right. There is no other segregation for me. It doesn't make sense. Is that how England feels? Let's find out, shall we? Marching in, it's changed. Uh, Sorry, I say England. I mean the Western world. You're all the bloody Western. same. You're Europeans, yeah, 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 isn't it? You're right. all the same. Now with the Russians marching in, it's changed uh, the calculus entirely. Uh, tens of thousands of people have tried to uh, flee the city. There will be many more. People are hiding out in bomb shelters. But this isn't a place, with all due respect, um, you know, like Iraq or Afghanistan that has... Oh, sorry, silly me! Because if it was a place like Afghanistan and Iraq, we should just leave it to happen. Right! We are now segregating who we think is more important to survive. But should we stop there? Let's continue. The unthinkable has happened to them. The unthinkable. And this is not a developing third world nation. This is Europe. Oh, so you mean to tell me if it's a developing third world country, we should let the individuals there struggle, die. But we're not going to do no pray, you know, pray for Ukraine. We're not going to do any of that if it's a developing third world country. But guess what? We don't stop there! As you're talking to us, Matthew, we're playing in the latest pictures of some of the refugees trying to get on trains or trying to get out of Ukraine. What do they look like, Mr. European? compelling is just oh. looking at them, yeah. the way they're dressed. How These are they dressed? Are prosperous. I'm looking to use the expression. These are prosperous, middle-class people. These are not obviously refugees. Oh, so let me get this straight! Oh, no. My oh, mum's no. not involved then. She's working class. Some of my cousins are not involved then. They're working class. But guess what? It doesn't stop there! 
If we are not representing Europe, we're not white, we're not Christian, we don't look middle class, we don't dress well, we don't look affluent, is that the word they use? Is yeah. that a, then therefore you're not the individuals that should be saved. And then I say to myself, hmm, how true is this that you can just go to Twitter and see that a bag of individuals that are black are not even being allowed to leave Ukraine? Right. So this is what I'm going to say moving forward, just involved when it comes to this war thing. Don't ask me about it. Don't ask me about it. And I'll tell you why I'm saying you don't ask me about it. There are several wars and several struggles happening on this planet. And right. I feel that every death, every life is important. Mm. There is no life more important than the other. I want to save everybody. But guess what? I'm still old enough and strong enough to understand that that's just a mad, mad, mad ideal. Mm. So one thing I'm not going to do, though, is I'm not going to say... Me saving this and the people that I work with is more important than saving them. Right. If I can save any life, I'm going to save every life. But guess what these people within Europe have done? They have gone on television and they have given you their opinion of who you should save. And then I ask myself, I wonder if that is a, a, an opinion that is shared. I believe it is, Chucky. Massively. Because I believe the Queen, on Christmas Day, sits down in front of a camera and wears many jewels from countries that she's conquered and then says to you, Hey everybody, let's be happy. And then all of us sing things like God save the queen at football matches. Honestly, after this right here, I'm out. I get it. You don't want brown people here. I get it. But guess what? Shouldn't have mashed up our fucking country so we have to come here to work. For you to be doing this war between Ukraine and Russia. That's called white on white crime. Black on black crime exists in the states and fucking areas. You see what white on white crime is. So I'm not involved anymore. I am actually disgusted by the media and the way they portrayed it. You lot have had a howler. Mm. One of the biggest howlers so far. Massive yeah, yeah. howler. That, see that, yeah. Mm. This goes into, this goes into class, innit, as well. So it's like, the way that we see, this is all conditioning too, by the way. Massively. So like, Sometimes it's almost like some people don't even know what they're doing when they say this. This is so deep rooted within them that they look at, if you are from here, you are inferior. They, they gloss it up by saying it in different ways. But ultimately, essentially what they're saying is, this is that and this is this. So we need to save this before we do anything here. That is a massive problem because... How do you, and this is a question I would like, I would really love to sit down and twist someone's mind up on this as well, yeah. Is that like, how do you work out the value or a cost of life? How, how does, how do you work? How do you work? How do you measure that? How do you measure it? Because you're, me because they are measuring it. How do you do that? I'm curious to find out like what, how, like what metrics are you doing that by? That's sad though. It should always be women and children. Well then if that's the case, if that is the case, the reason why it can't be, because if that is the case, then the interior should be held to a higher regard. 100%. a lot of the places that are seen as the inferior have a lot of resources. That Remember, this is part of that too. This isn't just about good versus evil. Because essentially, a lot of the time it's evil versus evil. It is. <laughs> There's an underlying thing here. We just don't, we're not fed the underlying thing. Chucky, do you know the best resources in life? People. Hmm. 
everything you see on life has been created by who? People. Mm. So the best resource is God. Then it comes to people. Pe- anyone. Mm. It doesn't necessarily have to be a middle class. You're born into certain circumstances. That shouldn't make you better than somebody else mm. if you're born into a privilege. What else I got to do with Kanye West? Mm. He's a billionaire now, but the day he was born, he wasn't considered important no. until he had cu- accumulated some financial, some money and money. That, bro, it just makes me go, you lot are all having stinkers. I get it. I'm not part of this country. I told you time ago on this podcast, set up the GoFundMe. I'll go back home. Yeah. You <laughs> thought I was joking. Now everybody <laughs> want to go home. Listen. Visionary. Look, before you carry on, yeah, mm. like this, like, let, let me speak to the conditioning, yeah? Yeah, brother, sorry. Years ago, I was talking to a girl, yeah, and we was having a conversation about Haiti. You know, they have a lot of earthquakes over there or whatnot, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you know me, I'm going, I'm getting into my, um, my rabbit hole bag. An earthquake is a mad thing. Like, mad I'm thinking, right, like, like, imagine that, like, the whole flipping country is just shaking. Like, take a moment to understand how, like, and it's so out of your control. And there's buildings that you would look at that are mad sturdy, dropping around. It's a madness. Do you know what her response was? Yeah, it is. But if it was going to happen to anyone, I guess it's not so bad that it happens over there because they ain't got shit anyway. (laughs) Can I tell you what happened after that? Let me tell you what happened after that. Let me tell you what conversation we had after that. None. None. We never spoke again. We never spoke again. Like, how do... Where do we go from here? There's so much unlearning that you need to do. I'm not... I can't be that person. I was young then anyway. But I'm like, we can't... There's a disconnect here. Massively. Chucky, I saw a guy go into war to fight in Ukraine. He He looked interracial. And this is the first thing I thought. Let's just say for argument's sake, he's Jamaican. In the Second World War... <laughs> he looked interracial. He's interracial. He's okay. mixed race. Mixed race okay. you. Let's say for argument's sake, just for argument's sake, he's Jamaican. Right. The first generation of people to come and repair the country were from where? The first... Say that again, sorry? The first generation of people to come and repair this country after the Second World War from where? Jamaica. Well, right. the Caribbean. The Caribbean. Did they do anything in the war? Mm. So this war's got nothing to do with us, but guess what? Guess what? We've come over to build up everything. Yeah, no, yeah. They may, it's got they may, nothing they may have to do with us. In the war, but that wouldn't even be. But it's got nothing them. to do with us. You know where I'm coming from? Yeah. It's got nothing to do with us. Like we, ain't, like it's got nothing to do with us. So you've had to come and work for people off the back of them doing something to mash up their thing. Then you've got to go and repair that. Then they gave you hello, slingshot in your forehead, forehead. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we won't be long. We won't be long. Then you got Windrush, so they're sending you back. So they're sending you back after you come here to repair it. Mm. Then they're booing you at England Games. <laughs> then they're wearing jewellery from your people, them's country, and telling you God save the Queen. Then they're making black people become members of the British Empire, the very empire, if you take a look at the Commonwealth Games, all of them countries involved in the Commonwealth Games are the, are the countries that in, they invaded and mm. took what they want. So we have been conditioned to believe that's all cool, and at the end of it, this mixed race guy is going to go fight Ukraine. Mm. <laughs> what is going on? Honestly, this whole thing's a game for people that are in poverty to fight against each other because they truly know if the people in the working class conditions, there's more of us than it is of them. If we all stand up and go, we're not going to work or we're not doing this or we're not going to war. How about we don't go to war? You lot war. 
You lot go war. All the working class people, we're not worrying, we're not doing nothing. You lot do it. Mm. Then what? I said on the pod before, yeah, <laughs> politics is rooted in, inherently rooted in literally everything that we do. Yeah, whether you want, whether you say something or you don't say something, whether you do something or you choose to not do something, you're making a political statement by doing that. 100. I just want it to be clear, yeah. What's happening in the football world right now, it speaks very, like, some loud volumes because you're not allowed to pick and choose when it's time to do politics, though. So if you are speaking loud, if you are speaking loud, which is good, you're speaking loud this time around, yeah, it shows that when you were doing nothing before, you were making a political choice to do that. What does Let that me show you one of these political choices. Mesut Ozil was forced, I feel, I don't know, but Mesut Ozil had to go to Turkey to play football. And some say because he spoke about the injustice the Muslim community were going through in China. So they shipped him out because Pro got rid of him. He wasn't on no games. That anything to do with China, he wasn't it. What did China do today off the back of England supporting the Ukraine? They pulled the rights for Premier League football to be shown in China. Just Google how much people are in China. And that will let you know how much money the Premier League was making off China. And after you was defending them, getting rid of Ursul, guess where we are now? They're not defending you because it looks like they're defending Russia. So I'm with you. Don't pick and choose when it's time to do politics. Pick and, I think you should just do what's right. That's what I'm a firm believer in. If you do what's right, eventually it all makes sense. But you kicked out a footballer, potentially a young Turkish footballer, Mesut Ozil, who's a goal player for Fenerbahce, kicked out of Arsenal. Arsenal could even play him nothing purely because it seems like he was talking about the injustice the Muslim community is going through. Right. And now there's no Premier League in China. Right. That's probably where you make most of your money. For me, stinker. It's <laughs> a howler. Um, have you got one more howler? Uh, no, do you know I'll give them to you because there was something else you were going to say as well. So no, I, don't, I don't have nothing, but I wanted you to finish. I know someone's coming in, but I just want him to just finish off his howler quickly. Sorry, my bad. Let me show you the last howler, man. And you got to put this on screen. I'll pay for it. You have to put this on screen, big man. And I'm going to show Chucky because I sent it to Chucky. Chucky, I send you a lot of the howlers now. I send you some of the howlers. I love this bit. Go on. Now, God forgive me, fam, if I bust my nine. God forgive me if I bust my nine. I don't want to get locked up like shine, but yeah, this is my mum, so you cross my line. I'm going to diss someone's mum. But as far as I'm concerned, she is the fool. Mum with the UK's biggest eyebrows faces trolls who threaten to call social services. Darling, take a look at your eyebrows. Take a look at your eyebrows. Take a look at your eyebrows. That looks like two Rolls Royces right here in your head. What is wrong with these fucking idiots? Look at that. Two more inches, blackface. You look like Batman's cousin. Two more inches, it is blackface. Two more inches, it's, it's blackface. blackface. I'm going to go off the record and say she's racist. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say she's racist. 100% I feel like she's racist. Two more inches and it's blackface. And hear how it happened. Where is it? Because this is the most important thing. She used a treatment on her eyebrows and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. It was some, some type of dye or whatever. She started using a liquid linear. Get, a liquid linear. Get bigger brows one year ago. They started off normal size and they just got bigger and bigger over time. And now they're so big, they look like that. Now, as far as I'm concerned, my GG, when I walk down the street, I don't see eyebrows like this on a regular basis. I don't. So if you're going to get angry with me, 
for you not donating eyebrows to Bolt, of course I'm gonna be upset. Because oh some eyebrows, you doesn't have no eyebrows. You have enough eyebrows for the whole of Jamaica. You're selfish. You're very selfish, in fact. Put Bolt in the screen as well. Um, <laughs> and then you wanna do poses with these eyebrows. I'm sorry, this- It looks like duct tape. It looks like duct tape. Mm -hmm. It looks like someone's gonna take that off, put it around your mouth and tell you, shut up, I'm not happy. It looks like black melted leather. Black melted leather? Yeah. Darling, you look like a zebra crossing. I'm just not on it. I'm not happy with this. I want her out. It, and I it literally looks like they've cut a bit off a trap star jacket and stuck it on her on her forehead. How can she be surprised that she's being trolled? You wouldn't know if she's surprised or not, would you? You're fucked. That's amazing. <laughs> she can't make no expression. Imagine when she's angry. When she's angry, <laughs> they touch. <laughs> <laughs> When she's angry, she's got a uni bra. This is a dis... Uh, a uni bra. Yeah. Nah, I'm sorry. Yeah, but you know what? That's my howlers for this week. I think the biggest howler... Usually it's a bit more comedic, but that one in nah, the middle... Nah, Don't always make, like, be just whatever the howler is. If it's serious, it's serious. It's serious. I hear you. Yeah? I hear you. Whatever that one in the middle. It Chucky, that one in the middle, though. I loved it. That was, that was a howler for me. I loved it. All right, listen anyway. Thanks for listening, everyone. I don't have... Okay. One thing that everyone needs to see, probably the Mary J. Blige Please. Um, documentary on um, Amazon Prime. Even if you're not familiar with who she is and what she stood for, you should definitely check that out. I'm going to. Uh, Dame Dash interview has come out a week ago about, uh, it's just talking about business, independency, spoke about Kanye West a little bit. So please just go and watch that. He speaks about Jay-Z a little bit as well. Says there's no problem. So right. he said something. So he says a powerful things. I'll never beef another black man. He's a powerful brother. I loved him. Weston's got a new rhythm out with uh, King Promise as well. That's a banger. Bad and Rude. Um, Koji Radical. Koji Radical. I haven't, Tiana Major 9 as well has got something. Um, oh, well, let me play something for you then. Since we're promoting everyone, I'll promote myself. Scrap this, man. Who else is there? There's a lot, lot of new music that's dropped today. Is there anything that anyone needs to know about? Um, a brand or anything like that? Hey, Chucky, let me play something. Nah, man. Free Palestine, isn't it? You're doing that stuff? <laughs> My brother. Listen to this. <laughs> He's a madman. Listen to this, please, Chucky. Let me know what you think about my 16. I just done a tune of Splurge Boys. Oh, they're cold. Why? Man. When is the EP or something, my brother? Just fling one out on a quick, you know what I mean? I need to, innit? Do it, just pull it on the quick spot spot, man. <sighs> it's coming you know soon. I mean? It's coming soon. I can't lie. We got a couple. That little vibe there, I'm feeling. Spicy. You need one, bro. You need one. Just the light, like, just no pressure. Like, not on a pressure, not on a hey, everyone, on the, you know, 2nd of April, my thing. Just drop it. You know it. what? Boom. I've got a little vibe. Check it. Do you get what I'm saying? Only if you could DJ on it. Like if you could be the voice on it. I want to do I'll a do that. smooth one. I'll like do a that. smooth one like that. I'll do that. Yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. could just be the person I'll talking on that. it. All right, sweet. Bluetooth on, bud. Yeah, I'm being yeah. serious. Yeah? 100%. That's because I've got the rhythms already. So it is what it 100%. is. 100%. Standard. 100%. It's done. On, on Peter, I'll do that for you. If you ask me, I'll do that for you. 100%. That's, that's love. 
Yeah. That I love Chucky and now. Spiracy living, man. Hey, the episode next week is likely to be um, a deep one still because it is the anniversary of Pete. But we're going to sit and have a Amazing. conversation again still. Yeah? Amazing. Happy All birthday, right. Alhan. Yeah, man. Happy birthday, Alhan, as well. Yeah. Love and guidance, everyone. And critical. Happy birthday. Subscribe. Subscribe now. Notification, bro. Do all that shit. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 